My name is Jeff Kemp's president of the Forgotten Families Foundation organization. So what inspired you to be a part of the foundation? <laughs> so it all started in 2012. So I used to run our men's breakfast at our church in Graham, Washington. And I was friends with Pat Tillman in college. So I knew Pat. Um, I just wanted an opportunity just to honor Pat. So I asked other people if they knew of anybody that they would like to honor that served our country. So we had this, I don't know, probably 25 people in the first one we did. So we did this whole little production. We had a guitarist. We had a bagpipist. We did a fun little uh, deal just to be able to honor anybody who served. And uh, the following year, my mentor, um, he served in Vietnam. He also served in Desert Storm. He lost 41 guys in Vietnam. So he brought the idea that we should make crosses for anybody. And I was a little upset because I didn't come up with that idea. <laughs> so I found a company, not a company, I found a, an, an organization out of Florida that was doing the crosses. So I kind of took their idea and then enhanced it a little bit by putting photos on it and a Bible verse and stuff as well. And um, the first year we had 119 crosses, I believe. Um, and my mentor, he made all the crosses, wooden crosses um, by hand. Um, we laminated them, did the whole thing. It was a much bigger deal than I thought it was going to turn into. We had this big production and um, it just kind of kept growing and growing and growing. There was a little girl who posted something on, or somebody posted this little girl on Facebook and she lost her dad and just showed some boots. And I just said, hey, anybody know who this family is? I'd be happy to honor them. Well, my little Facebook message went viral and I got hammered in a three-day span of like 100 plus people, mainly from Ohio, which was interesting. Um, and then that's when I realized we had something bigger than I realized what we had at the time. So uh, long story short, it just kept growing and growing and growing. The last year we did a production was in 2019. We had 525 crosses. The crosses turned metal. So they were all wood crosses till 2019. We turned them into metal crosses and honored 525 people. Uh, we have Facebook Live videos the whole shebang. And there you go. That's kind of the short end of the story right there for you. So yeah, how important is it to, you know, be there for these families? It is words cannot describe. So I didn't serve our country. Um, I was never in the military. I do cut my hair high and tight just to honor the military subtly. Um it's probably one of the coolest experiences you'll ever have to when we were doing these um, programs, there were people that were coming. We were doing them in Washington state. People were coming from Oregon or East of Washington. They couldn't come for the actual um, ceremony that we did, but people would just come just to see the crosses or they would come to see their son or daughter that was pretty um that was intense um i would be there a couple times as we were doing things and a family member would come by and say hey we can't stick around but we just want to see our cross and we're so grateful and thankful we did what we did so 
uh, words can't describe the words can't describe. That's all there is to say. So very cool to do. And then with the crosses, I saw that uh, you have a, a permanent home for that. How is that? I do. So we moved from Washington State to Houston in 2020 because of the pandemic. And I met a person who was um, doing something honoring. And I told them about our crosses. And they hooked me up with an organization called the Hearts uh, Museum up in Huntsville, Texas. And I spoke with them and we, all the crosses were sitting in my garage up until then. My goal was to find a permanent location so they could be honored 365 days a year. We have a website where they're honored, but I wanted them to be honored daily. Um, we installed them in 2021 before 9-11. Um, so they've been on display since uh, September of 2021 in Huntsville, Texas. So we donated the crosses to the museum is what we did. So. Yeah, what are some of the things that motivate you? Um, with this, it's just an opportunity just to honor any of these family members who've lost their loved ones. Um, just an opportunity not to forget them. I don't know why I have such a passion for it. When you see a family member come to see their their husband, son, or daughter, or wife, or whatever it is, the words can't describe it. Because of it, it just gives me the opportunity just to honor these people. And we do it quietly. We don't make a big deal about it. Um, there's a cool little story. There's a gentleman that I have on our face on our website. Um, he um, somebody asked to honor him. The mother, I guess, is sick. And the son told us that the mom now goes to the Facebook or website on a daily basis just to see her son, to know that her son is being honored by somebody. I mean, that just the fact that we can do that for her is fantastic. That's all there is to it. So totally fantastic. Yeah. How has uh, the feedback been from the families? Uh, very, very encouraging, appreciative, thankful, gratitude. I mean, people are just beyond thankful that we even do what we're doing. So um, I just don't feel like people, you know, Memorial Day was last Monday. And yeah. Again, people think of it as the grilling season, a three-day weekend. They don't think about what those people did for our country to serve our country. We honor anybody... You know, Memorial Day is for anybody who died fighting for our country, but we honor anybody who served our country. So if you even serve for two days in our country and you somehow die, we're still going to honor you. Uh, there's a lady in California whose son was 18. He just got into the military and he was on base and had been there only like a couple weeks. He got T-boned in a car crash and he was killed. We honor him. So it doesn't matter who you are, we'll honor you no matter what. It's a grieving process. So it doesn't matter how you died. We want to honor you no matter what. So this is just a opportunity for them to be part of the grieving process to see their son or daughter or husband or wife or whatever it is. Um, yeah, it doesn't matter how you died. If it's suicide, yeah. um, I do a thing quietly. I do 22 push-ups every night just to honor all those guys who died 
from suicide. I can't imagine. I've seen, I know people that have been to war and just the struggles that they deal with today in society. So anything I can do to help any of these family members out, that's that's our goal. So quietly, that's, a, that's our goal. So yeah. Where do you want to see the organization next three to five years? I have no clue. I honestly don't know. Keep the website going, honoring all these folks. Um, the fact that you found us and wanted to interview, to me, it was beyond cool. That's why I'm like, how did you find me? I don't make a big deal about this at all. Um, I don't know. It's pretty much in the Lord's hands. Whatever the Lord wants it to do, we're going to follow along with it. Pretty much it's just me right now running the organization. Um, we had a board, but when things transpired moving to Houston, it just changed everything. And um, I really don't know. Honestly, I don't know. I'll keep honoring anybody who wants to be honored. Um, I'm out in the field on a daily basis. I run into people and next thing you know, it can turn into a conversation where I found out that their loved one was in the military. I give them a cross right there on the spot, a patriotic cross. And then I offer to honor their family member for free. Um, so I don't know. Honestly, I don't know. It's in the Lord's hands. That's how I feel about it. So, Well, you talked earlier about uh, Pat Tillman. Uh, what did he mean to you? So Pat and I had three college classes together. Cool guy. Uh, he sat in front of me in most of the classes. Um, really cool guy. Uh, my dad told me I should just go up and talk to him. I did. Incredibly nice individual. I um, just got to know him a little bit here and there on a personal level. Um, just a very nice, easygoing guy. That was it back at Arizona State before he became an NFL football player. He was a big-time guy at college at ASU. I got to learn a lot of new family members, all because of my small relationship I had with Pat. How can people reach out to you? So there's a website called ForgottenFamiliesFoundation.org. Um, all of our photos are on there. There's a cool two-minute video on there as well. Um, you can reach us out on there. Believe it or not, I'm on TikTok. I got a Facebook page as well. Um, and I guess you found me on Instagram. I don't really post anything on Instagram. I've been posting more on TikTok since I've noticed that's kind of the new trend in this world. Yeah. So, um, but you can reach me in however you want. So, yeah, simple and easy. Well, thanks for taking the time to talk to me and uh, share your mission. And it's a very important mission. So thank you. Well, I appreciate you looking out for me. I greatly appreciate it. I was excited when I saw you commented the other day by the email. I'm like, holy cow. So I greatly appreciate it. Thanks for doing what you're doing, too. I've done a little research on you as well. And thanks for um, giving us the opportunity just to even discuss things. So greatly appreciate it.